This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only, on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello everyone, how are you doing? Um, and it is transfer deadline day and Wolves have actually done some business, Jason, on transfer deadline. Dave, I know normally we're on these transfer deadline shows and we've got nothing to talk about. But uh, listen, Wolves have left it late, haven't they? Uh, and sometimes you can worry, but I think there was waiting for the Nunes money. We've got great money for him. In my opinion, yes, we, we signed him for big money, but equally we've got some big money back. And I think the way he's behaved over the last week or so has been disgusting. So, you know, to me, it's good riddance. I'm glad uh, he's not at the club anymore. And I'm glad we've put the money to good use because it's easy. Listen, we've banked 100 million before, you know, the window. And it, we didn't look like to be we was going to be investing it yet. We've had this money from Nunes and it looks like we've invested it. In four players, well, three at the minute, um, and some, looks like some good young talent as well. Yeah, I mean, absolutely, mate. I mean, we've literally got just about an hour and um, well, yeah, we've got like an hour and fifteen minutes left of the uh, the transfer window, and um, they are trying, hoping to get one more player in, aren't they? Well, yeah, I think they've been heavily linked with that. Is it that John? John Bellegarde. Uh, yeah, I've true. heard that's a I've heard that's a done deal. I've heard they're still trying to bring the striker in. How true that is, I don't know. Because the only one they've been linked with is Shea Adams, and that move seems to have broken down. And Shea Adams, I'm not a big fan of him, but to be fair, I've been looking at his career and he's got a goal scoring record of about one in four. Which look, it's not the worst, and he started on fire this season. And to be honest, signing even if a player hasn't scored, you know, or like I said, a one in four ratio. If there's a player in form, they're normally the best players to go for, Dave, on the basis that, you know, they're firing on all cylinders. They can come into a team high on confidence. So it, it possibly would have been a would have been a decent signing, I think. But, you know, listen, Kalaidic, he's already got a couple of goals. Silver notched the other night. Um, so, you know, if the strikers start, start scoring, uh, it's going to be something we're not used to. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's been reported because obviously they were after Shea Adams, but Liam Keane from the Express and Star um, has been reporting 
uh, with Wolves now missing out on Che Abington, unlikely to add a forward or youngster. Um, youngster Nathan Frade is going to stay as fourth choice striker for the first team. Also, yeah. the under 21s. Uh, so he won't go out on loan. But obviously, they were, they were looking at Che Adams. Um, he was going to sign a new contract with Southampton and the guarantee. I think he'd scored, I think, three or four for uh, Southampton already. Yeah, this three season. and four. And that's what I mean, Dave. You know, that was a striker in form. Well, and, and that was my bugbear with Costa last season because, look, we got Costa. Yes, he was a free agent, but, you know, he, he, he wasn't fit. It took him time to adjust. He certainly wasn't high on confidence. So, I think it's always good to get a player in who, who, who you know, has got some confidence. Oh, is that, is that, is that? Is that uh, Matt Hobbs just giving you the latest? No, it's Chris and Manny. It's me. They're all here now. Oh, no. We're all here now. I haven't checked any of the latest news. Have we we signed any more? (laughs) Well, they reckon that um, the chap from Strasbourg uh, looks like... John Bellegarde. Bellegarde or whatever he is. Yeah, it looks like... um, it's been reported that John Rickner Bellagardi is past his medical. Okay. Uh, I think um, a lot of the uh, the Wolves team have gone over to France to try and get this done. Um, obviously, that's an, is another midfielder. I think uh, the details on him. Um, interesting details on him. There is a. You know, he's been chased and it looks like we're going to get him over the line. Obviously, the deadline's 11pm, but some deals may still be announced after that as long as they've been completed in time. Mm. Um, so, um, you know, I, I mean, Manny... Someone, someone posted a video on that, Bellagarde, uh, if that's how it's pronounced, because I thought it was Bellagarde, but if it's Bellagarde, Manny, I'll back to your knowledge. Well, no, I've just, no, I've just gone for that. I think he just... Have you, have you made that up, Manny? We say we say unprofessional if we say Bellegarde. Last thing I want to do is start saying Bellegarde, and that's completely wrong. Mate, I, I think we should go with Bellegarde. Come up with a Bellegarde song and sing. I it think we just called him Bob, and then realise that he's called something else. Yeah, yeah. Well, or, or, or stick to John. But to be honest, I've watched the video. You've probably seen it. There's a bit of a there's a bit of a reel going round, and, and yeah, yes, I know on the reels they always show the best bits. But he does look quite effective. You know, he looks like I could make a reel that would make you look good, mate. Well, exactly. Listen, exactly that. I'm sure if I put one out, you go. Let's sign it. Just don't. I, I wanted to uh, get a YouTube video of me with some tricks and things, and persuade someone to uh, to sign me based on my videos. And realise when I get to training, I'm no crap. But I've had a week's worth of, uh, you know, uh, thirty thousand pounds. <laughs> I guess that would be all right. Bellagarde, um, obviously, he says Strasbourg midfielder. He's 25 years of age. His style of play. He's obviously central midfielder. He can play out wide. He's been uh, quite a creative force for Strasbourg so far this season. He's got two goals and two assists for Strasbourg. Uh, he's been involved in all the goals. Uh, he's, his style um, is an all-action midfielder who makes up for a relative lack of stature. He stands only five. He's five foot seven. He's our new five foot seven. A football, Evan Manny and Chris. No, Enzo's five foot seven. Please, they call us Hobby FC. Gonzalez as well. He's he's five I'm gonna say, yeah. That's probably why we're getting rid of Daniel Pedence. Well, has he gone yet, Pedence? We've got enough small ones. He's a. I think he signed for the Wolves All Stars. Pedence. 
Right. No other team will have him. <laughs> Jason, if you get Pedence running out for the All-Stars, you'll only have about eight men left on the pitch at the end because he starts fights. Like no, remember the last season, two friendlies. To be honest, I mean, looking at looking at Pedence, uh, you know, last season, was he a top scorer last season? I think he... He was, yeah. <laughs> yeah Joined with Neves, six. But I, I just think there's a certain level of inconsistency and clearly there's a certain level of petulance as well, the way he's behaving. And listen, we don't want these bad apples around the club, do we? I did think he was skillful, And I also think that if he was Argentinian, he'd probably be worth a lot more. But um, for me, I think he did a good job for us. But clearly, uh, he wants to move on. And it looks like Al Etifak. Is that the club where he's Al Etifak? Yeah. Well, he's got yeah. two options, hasn't he? He either goes there or he's going to be playing in the under-16s. And probably he'll be one of the smallest players in the under-16 teams, to be fair. Um, I've got his, <laughs> anyway, we've got we've already got... They won't the, be checking his ID, will they, to check no. his, his birthday, like he's doing the kids' football. We've already got we've all we've got already got 185 on the stream watching us live, guys. So a big hi to all of you. I'm actually at my dad's. At the moment, do you want to just wave a little bit, Dad, so they can see that you're okay? Hello, Dad. <laughs> Hi, Marsh. How's How you going? doing? Oh, I'm He's doing some scouting on our opposition. He's doing a bit of, yeah. He is. Um, yeah, I'm just here tonight. Um, look, you know, we've been with him a lot, obviously, since my mum passed and stuff like that. And <coughs> he's, he's holding up. Uh, we're looking after him. He's not ready to come on. Like, come on and do his videos and stuff yet, but he will be back. Uh, guys, um, I just want to say if you want to contribute to the chat, all you need to do is be subscribed and you can join in wherever you are watching tonight. There's loads of people saying hi to you on this dad magic, which is lovely. Oh, there you go. Let us know where in the world you're watching us from tonight. Uh, right, I want to crack on first, Manny, with you. Um, we've got a, just over an hour ago, hour till the window shuts. It's been a, a blooming long summer. It's almost been like a soap opera, hasn't it, during the summer? Oh, man. If we get this um, Belgrade chappy in, looks like we're going to miss out on Chay Adams. Yeah. How are you with the overall transfer window? And what's your thoughts on the Nunes transfer and uh, and stuff? Nunes, you know, um, the day he walked in, we, we worked really hard to get him. And I think when we did actually sign him, we were like, oh, my God, we've actually signed him. And now we can see why. And a bit like Lopetegui, I think Lopetegui probably thought he was bigger than the club and he needed his the club to meet his level. And I think Nunes probably, in his head, also looked at Wolves as um, uh, smaller than him as well. And he always had that intention of of going to that next level very quickly. And it pretty much 100% that there would have been an arm around his shoulder um, telling him, look, sign for Wolves and next season or in the in the transfer window, we'll look at, you know, getting you to your, your dream move. And I think the Manchester United away performance <coughs> was the one where I thought, uh, there's something here. Something here. This guy who literally has struggled, apart from a few mazy runs where he looks really good, he, he struggled. Suddenly, he looks like a world beater, one of the best players in the league at Man United away. Uh, and, and, and then, as we've seen, Man City are coming in for him. 
So whether it was like, right, I need to just, you know, show the world what I can do before the big bid comes in and and um, uh, and convince people that, you know, and it was, it was always going to be, we were always a stepping stone. It was like, you know, when you got someone like Neves, you could see Neves was quite clearly invested, happy to stay here, happy to improve. And 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 they obviously surprised us year by year by he kept staying here, and I think up to the point where the Man City bid came in, I was happy with it, and I thought, okay, fair enough, Man City, who's going to turn them down? It is a dream move. He hasn't shown much for us, but potentially he's got there's a player there, and even then, I don't think any would anyone would have uh, begrudged him um, going there. It was all about the fee, but the day you turn around and refuse to play for the club that's paying for you. You know, that's the day. And whether it's that's Nunes or whether it's his advisors, whether it's agents, whether it's someone saying, oh, don't get, go on strike because we don't want you getting picked for that cup tie because you'll get cup tied and Man City are definitely only ever going to play you in cup ties and, and FA Cup games to start off with. So they don't want that. So we need you out of that. That's part of the, the deal. And he turns around and, and and stops playing for us. I mean, that is the end for me. You know, that's that mentality. You can have all the talent in the world. You can have all the skills in the world. But if you, uh, like, jo, uh, is it Joe Polinia at um, Fulham? He's desperate to go to Bayern Munich, but he still turned up to training every day. He still took to training. Has Polinia gone? No. I don't know. He's linked. I don't Haven't know you heard? He, he, he's had a photo in the Bayern Munich kit and now the deal's fell through. Yeah. <laughs> is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't. Okay, so yeah, okay, but but he he still desperately wanted the move, a bit like yeah. Nunes. How's but the deal carried, fell through? He carried on, you know. Um, uh, he carried on professionally, and that's all we want from our players. We we, we didn't begrudge Jotter's move. We didn't, you know, begrudge Neves's move. But they acted properly. But at the time they were here, and um, uh, what Nunes did. We don't want Do you know what? Problem. I've heard I've heard Nunes has done a video where he's crying on the pitch, sitting on a, a chair, and he's going to come out after the, <laughs> after the window. So you're going to be eating your words, Manny. Maybe I will, and I will, I'll, I'll um, uh, put that video in the bin straight away. But um, yeah. uh, So as soon as that happens, you're looking at the fees, and literally as the, the day gets closer, it's going to be harder to get exactly what you want. Looking at the whole picture with the the Tommy Doyle thing, someone who we valued at the ten to fifteen million pound range, you know the the lad from Girona having contacts there as well. It looks like there's been a bit of play on the figures, and the whole deal to us is probably worth about sixty million plus. You know, yeah, you reckon they've taken ten million off? The yeah, of course it is. There's a bit, you know, it's like when you go and buy a new car and you say, "Can you reduce the price?" and they'll say. Well, we can't reduce the price, but we'll give you two grand extra for yours and we'll take a grand off here and it'll look like you've got a better deal. And I think that's what happened. It was just like that to massage the figures in a way because it's all about the books and what what shows where and how it shows. Does Tommy Doyle come with an MOT, Manny? Tell me, Tommy, oh, Tom, Tommy Doyle is coming with a free sunroof, fluffy dice. Brilliant, that's it. And full petrol, but you've got a player now. Highly rated, did well in the championship. We don't know whether he's good enough for us, but we've got a year without committing to buying him to find out. So that's a good deal. And imagine he 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 turns out to be a superstar. 
we're going to buy a superstar for 4.3 million. We'll be laughing then. So it doesn't really matter about the 50% sell-on, as far as I'm concerned, because of the upfront cut price deal we've got. You know, um, someone offered you um, Ronaldo, and obviously he's not Ronaldo for five million, but we've got a 50% sell-on clause. You'd say, oh yeah, I'll have him. You know, so we don't know if he turns out well. Uh, it's a great deal. If he turns out not so great, then we haven't. We're not obliged to buy him. So. The whole deal, I think, was a good one for us in the end. Um, Man City got their man. If I'm a Man City fan, I'd be concerned. I'd be saying we got rid of Cancelo because of his antics. And now we've got somebody in who refused to play for his club. So, you know, there's a bit of proving it to do. And he's got a he's got a he's got some players to shift to get into that first eleven, that's for sure. And if he ain't pulling up uh, uh performances, you know, for them, he'll soon be out, won't he? And he'll be a bench player. So but don't begrudge him the move just the way he did it, which was appalling and, and good riddance. And we're not going to be crying over him leaving us, to be honest. Well, Chris, you're a big fan of Nunes, aren't you? I'm a big fan of him now he's gone. Ooh, he's changed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no I, I've never liked him, Dave. You know, I haven't. I've, I've, I've watched him. At, at Chelsea, home, Liverpool, home. Man United away. They're the only three games he turned up for us. All yeah. against the top sides. There's no coincidence putting himself in the shop window. That's all it's ever been about the guy. He's never he's never busted gut uh, in games. He's always been tardy after he's lost the ball, disinterested. I've never, you know, I've never liked him. Uh, I can't wait to see the back of him. I'm, I'm, I'm over the moon he's gone. Really am. Because when you're in the position we are, you don't need players like that in your team. Man, Man City can afford to because they've got superstars that can unlock games and do all sorts of stuff. We can't carry a petulant kid, and he's shown he's that's what he is. He's, he's I've got no time for him at all. Uh, Jason Nunes, for you, I mean, what's your take on uh, the, the yeah, whole saga? I echo uh, Manny and, and Chris's comments. The way it was dealt with in the end, it was like really, really petulant. And it's not as if the Man City move was never going to go through. All I was waiting to do was get a bit more money out of Man City for the good yeah. of the club. And Nunes, don't forget, Wolves have took a chance on him, a very expensive chance on him. Did he see it as a stepping, a stepping stone? Clearly. You know, mm. was he? did he feel like he was too big for the club and he was waiting for a Man City and he, he got banded with Liverpool? right at the start when he joined us, that this was only going to be for a year, then he was going to Liverpool. But I just think the way he's dealt with it in the end, when Man City, he was going to Man City regardless, to refuse to train for your club is disgusting. I watched Simon Jordan speak about it online. He spoke about it very eloquently and he can put it a lot better than I ever could. Um, but yeah, I just I just felt like it. And for me, he wasn't a player that really liked, like, I agree with Chris, he didn't really jump off the page for me. Could I really see a 42, 43 million pound play with roughly what we signed him for? No, I couldn't. So the business we've done with Man City, I think is very good. On the basis, coming the other way, we've got Tommy Doyle, we've got an option on him. 4.3 million is a bargain. This is a player who ripped it up last season for Sheffield United, a promoted team. And yes, he's done it in the Championship. Can he do it in the Premier League? We don't know. But for an option of 4.3 million quid, we're going to see him first. And he's not going to be a mug if he's made his debut for Man City and he's been in and around the first team. So that that that's a fact. And if we was tipping him at 14 to 15 million, we got him for 4.3 million. I think it's an absolute bargain because any player 
worthy salt who had a good season in the championship last season is worth a lot more than 4.3 million quid so i would rather have a player like tommy in the squad who clearly wants to be at the club and sees an opportunity over a player like Matthias Nunes, who turned it on when he wanted to. And what are they doing now? They're showing that volley. He scored that half volley. Uh, you know, yeah, it was a decent goal. But, you know, uh, a player 60 million should be doing that week in, week out, or at least every other week. And we didn't get that. All his other week. shots went into Rose Ed. <laughs> I know, exactly. I've, I've, I, had him, <laughs> I had him in main WV1. But in all, fair, in all fairness, um, I, I think it's good business for Wolves. Very good business. You know, there's not... There's not many players who you can sign for 40 odd million and then sell less than a year later and make money on him and considerable money and get a player coming the other way. <coughs> Sorry. The way, the way I feel on, on Nunes, um, Matthias Nunes, um, he was obviously second fiddle a lot to Neves last year. And we saw in, there was no consistency of him, but during. The summer and pre-season, he's been the he was the main man. Even under Lopetegui, he played pretty much every game. And at the start of the season, he looked really, really good. Um, did he get himself sent off deliberately at the end of uh, that game? I'm not, you know, was it done on purpose? I'm not. Some people say oh, I didn't think so at the time, but like you worry. But like I was think I was thinking when I watched the Everton game at the weekend, especially the first half without him there, we really were lacking creativity within the team and we, we, we didn't get any shots of golf. We found a way to win that game, which was great. But the second a player down to, downs tools, effectively goes on strike and stops training, he lets himself down, he lets his fellow players down, he lets the club down, he lets the colours down, he lets the badge down, he lets the fans down. You can't, as, as a Wolves fan, any Wolves fan will forgive most things if they put 150% in when they play, even if they make mistakes. But when he comes back to Molyneux, he's going to get booed and pelted. Um, and you watch him score. Before he scores the winner, you know, we, we welcome players back, you know, and stuff that have given everything for the club. But, like, you know, he's he's basically stuck stuck two fingers up to the to the fans, to the club, to everyone. And I, I, I find that really disrespectful. Manny made the point about Polina wanting to go, but he's kept on training, he'd get his move, and yeah. Dave, sorry to interrupt. I can't understand why he stopped training. Is he being badly advised by someone? Because oh, I just think, you know what, Jace, there are some players, I'm sorry, but you don't want to, you know, they just don't think for themselves. They're just yeah. controlled. Every move is controlled. It's like someone has obviously said to him, you can't play this week. You don't want to get cooked up. I think that's what it is. You know, he plays, you know, and it's just, okay. But, but, but rather than down tools, right? You can just go. You can literally find an injury, couldn't you? <laughs> well, I was just going to say that. If he didn't want to play for risk of injury, he should have said, look, my hamstring's tight, right? Yeah. I can't risk it. Now, th that move was never not going to happen. It was just, you know, Wolves wanted as much money as they could. So I can't understand yeah. that he, he thought that, oh, I know, I'll go on strike because Wolves might, not want to sell me to Manchester City for nearly 60 million euros. 
Maybe that's what they thought. I think there's a direct correlation between the number of brain cells and his actions, to be fair. And I, I, I think he has. Is that why he's number 27 at Man City as well? Because he's got 27 brain cells. Maybe that's. Well, maybe he can't sign his signature differently without putting 27 at the bottom. I don't know. But he, he, it's. it's it, he. He. I don't think he. He's got the, you know, I don't think he could even think, well, look, I'm going to leave this club. It's going to happen. I may as well. I can see what they're trying. I, I don't think he would even have the thought process to think, yeah, the club are trying to get a bit more money for me. I, can, I know what position they're in. I, I, I just got to buy my time here. I don't think he even, he got no, he I think got you know no. what, um, to close, just a Nunes thing. If you read, read Matt Hobbs' comments, they were really good, weren't they? At the end of the day, when Matt Hobbs has talked about Neves, Raul, Adama, he's always done a little bit of a statement thanking yeah. them. And literally starts it off with he didn't conduct himself in the right way. He didn't really give us what we expected of him. He's pretty damning, really, you know. Good. And um, it's it's good. And he ends it by saying, and by a sale, we think we've strengthened our whole squad. Yeah. Did, did you see like... the did you see the Wolves tweet? Just as Matthew Nunes has left the club for Man City, full stop, nothing, yeah. not a heart. We nothing. wish you luck. You know, what? they always no. put the narrative. Thanks for your efforts. We wish you luck for the future. Yeah. Nothing. And I what think I that, would, that's quite right. What I would say about when <laughs> about creativeness and and you know against Everton, apart from those three games I listed, and. Can you tell me a time where he's picked the ball up and run and done something and delivered a ball that's actually made us do something? Because he doesn't. He might beat four or five players, but then he runs a three, and then he's, I don't think he's created much for us at all. No. Well, that's it. And I, I said, if if we had the choice, or if you know, losing Lamina, losing Gomez, or um, losing. Uh, Nunes all day I'd have, I'd have, I'd have lost Nunes over Gomez and Lamina 100% I think Lamina and Gomez give so much more to the team than him well let's let's have a look um, at some of the players that we have brought in Enzo uh, Gonzalez um, Jason we'll start with you first obviously you know we wait, it's a bit like with the transfers and buzzes. It's like we're waiting long, and then all of a sudden, in the space of twenty-four hours, we've had three come along. We might have another buzz that will turn up very, very soon as well. Yeah. Enzo Gonzalez, eighteen years of age. Um, for, is it Paraguay? He's from left-sided yeah. forward. I mean, it's, it's quite unusual, really, that we, 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 we that we've signed an eighteen-year-old player, which is probably going to be blooded into the first team. I'd imagine pretty soon now. You can see a bit of a shift change where uh, it was for most Premier League clubs, it was Spain or Portugal or Italy that was going to for players. And now it's becoming more and more common now to go to South America. And he looks to be an exciting winger, looks very skillful on the ball. And I think it's quite important, really, that we revert to someone who's quite wide. Because Witrori, for example, that was the one thing that we was always critical of, which was his end product, the final ball. Now, now we've got Silva and Kalaidic, who you know, have, have been amongst the goals. I'm not saying they're going to score 20 each this season, but being as they've started and, you know, Fabio's, Fabio's got a goal, Kalidic has got two, it's going to be interesting to see what input it's going to be from having a winger who's creating chances from the flanks. So, for me, I thought that was a good signing. Five million quid as well. Come on. There's not really much of a risk attached to five million pound, is there? Um, 
on the basis that the the entire spend at the minute, uh, well, with the three players we've signed, and you're talking less than twenty million, which is almost nearly a third of what we've got for for Nunes. You know, you, you've got to say it's got to be decent business when it strengthened the squad. My only concern is, are Wolves still? I'm not going to be critical. Are they are they still terrified of signing a striker? I don't know what it is about. Well, I don't know why Kay Adams never went through in the end. What it looked like at one point, it was looking likely, but it looks as if it's not going to happen now. Southampton have blocked it. Um, on... Like I said, right at the start, Dave, yeah. it's important, especially when you're signing a striker. You know, you're not really looking at past glories, but you're looking at a player that's in form at the minute. And Shay Adams, looking at his career, he's probably got a goal scoring record of about, I think it's just under one in four, which isn't the world's worst, but he's in. He's in good form at the minute, three and four for Southampton. And I think it's important, especially, you know, at the end of the window, if you are looking to bring a striker and you are bringing one who's in form. Absolutely. Chris, what's your thoughts on uh, Enzo Gonzalez then? I mean, uh, Samuel Shelton said he's drooling, watching his dribbling skills on YouTube. Guy looks like a message. Everyone looks like Messi on YouTube. With with me me and Manny, you should watch some of our tennis. Actually, he does. To be honest, I know what people are saying. He does look like him, though. He does. Go on, Chris. I think, yeah, I think there's some parallels in his stature and that. I think I'm a little concerned that he seems a very little bit like what we've already got to a degree. Um, it, you know, he, he looks like another Pedro Neto. If, if this is a if this is a right hand wing guy and Pedro Neto is going back onto his left hand side, I mean, I, I look to see a guy cross a ball as he's running with it rather than checking back. And that, there's me saying after we scored a goal like that at the weekend, but. Um, I'd like our wingers to go down a wing across the ball with, with Kalajic there on, on their, their predominant foot. So maybe, maybe he's looking to go right and, and, and Pedro uh, Pe- Pe- on the left. I mean, he looks, yeah, YouTube, he looks he looks good. I've watched a few of the videos. Um, he's certainly not going to take any roughing off the ball. He looks a, he looks a sturdy young chap. Uh, got a bit of tenacity, them South American guys do. Let's hope it's... a Control tenacity and not a pedant tenacity. Um, but yeah, we've got to get behind the, the kid now and um, and 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 give him all the best. I mean, I've enjoyed watching his um, Welcome to Wolves video where he showed him around, and it's mm. good to see people like Samedo. And he, Samedo was helping him, he said, with his English. And, and there's been some quite good, funny videos Cunha's put on um, with Joe Gomez with um, like. Uh, three-year-old English stickers he's got on his dressing room wall. They'd be taking the mickey out of him. It's worth looking at those for a bit of fun. Yeah, but no, so I think the right people are there to help him, and the players all look like they're the kind of lads that will help him fit in. So uh, I think it's a good signing. Yeah, well, he's on a five-year deal. Um, the fees um, believed to be in the region of about ten million, I think, in total. Oh, ten million. I thought it was five. Sorry, Dave. Yeah. Um, he he basically broke into their the first team um, in September 22. He's made 39 appearances, scoring three goals and two assists. Uh, Matt Hobbs, when talking about the transfer, said it's a transfer that they've been working on for a while. Uh, delighted to have him join us. He's gone on to say he's an exciting young player who will fit well in the dressing room within the DNA that they're trying to create. 
that you said you said they wanted a front player who could play across the line and give Wolves something different. And Enzo is the name that the recruitment team has very much pushed. Uh, from their point of view, from the recruitment team's point of view, his creativity stood out. Playing forward, he's very aggressive in possession, but does his work out of possession. But for me, he says it's more what he does offensively. Most players to the other side of the work, if you're getting the right sort of people. But Enzo, I'm excited to see what he gives us uh, going forward. Yep. I mean, of course, he's got to fit in the dressing room, Dave. He's only five foot seven. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I mean, Gary O'Neill's had a little bit of a chat about him, hasn't he? Um, as well, Gary O'Neill said the 18 year winger has a lot of talent, saying about his work ethic and all the footage I've seen. is a real desire to impact the game. He's young with plenty of time for progression. It seems that um, with Enzo, he's definitely going to be part of the first team squad. Um, Enzo, when he was talking on his interview, he was talking about potentially being involved at the weekend. Now, I should say that any of the signings that were made before midday today are eligible uh, to be involved in the game against Palace on Sunday. So that would mean uh, Tommy Doyle and um, and also the other guy that we should talk about, um, Santiago Bueno. Um, can, can I just add on Enzo um, Gonzalez, um, Dave, my take? Yeah. Because um, what we have to look at is... Um, Matthew Hobbs here. He went to South America and we thought he went missing, didn't we? <laughs> Nobody heard of Matthew Hobbs. He went to South America to sign um, the other Enzo, the one that yeah. Chelsea got. And then he went missing and everyone wondered what the hell Matt Hobbs is doing on this free holiday to South America. Well, here's the proof. This is what yeah. Matt Hobbs has been doing. We have never signed players from South America. We just don't sign them. So a field that we've never looked into, we've never done any research, and this guy has. Now, if you look at Matt Hobbs's track record, you can only go on the January transfer window. January transfer window was probably, barring Cunha being a little bit pricey, the best transfer window collectively of players we had. Gomez, Lamina, Dawson, even Bentley as a backup, Sarabia, some of the potential he's showing this season you know, and, um, uh, and 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 you just think, you've got to trust this guy. He's now gone back into that market. He's quite clearly worked on this. He, he rates him. There's no, any other 18-year-old player we'd assigned before Matthew Hobbs would have been shipped off to Grasshoppers to go and learn the trade. No way would he have been anywhere near. And um, he's talking to him uh, about him being ready being um, confident enough to play. The player's even indicating himself that hopefully he'll be involved against Palace and he's ready to give it all. So trust Matthew Hobbs on what he's done already for us. And that he... Well, look at the January window. The January window is a big success. Huge success. Yeah. And, and this is what, you know, I sort of mentioned that I put a tweet out the other day about Matthew Hobbs might be the best signing we've made over the last 12 months. And I had a few comments, and oh, you can't really say that it's too early. I said, No, I'm saying it on facts. Mm. He had um, six players to get in for Lopetegui, got them all in. Then he had to get uh, rid of players because of FFP, the smoke and the mirrors, whatever it might be. He did that very early. You know, he got rid of all those players, a long list. 
out very early. Then he had a manager walk out and he was tasked to replace him. And he did it without a gap of even a day. Lopetegui goes and O'Neill comes in. Now he's last minute. He's been told, oh, we're going to get rid of Nunes. He's going now and we've got to get replacements. Bang, bang, bang. Three are in. Three are in just like that. So on facts, you take your hat off to him. Even if they, they don't prove to be great signings up to now, what Matthew Hobbs has done in a, a short uh, short space of time. And remember this, Jeff Shee is nowhere to be seen. He's not handing the shirts over. He's not at the signatures. He's not got his arm around the, the new South American signing. It's all Matthew Hobbs. So huge credit to him. What he does in the background, who who he's got in the scouting team, and getting deals over the line with clauses and options that we'd never really heard of before. Getting things fitted in, you know, Giles was only five million, but getting a good buyback clause in there, you know, that will benefit us if he's any good. He's done he's done a lot of um, lot of work with the figures and and got us some really good deals and got some players. We were shopping at 40 million, 40 million, 30 million. Quite clearly, if they didn't work, that's all our money gone. Yeah, this is a new approach. Yeah, and also, Manny, we're, we're, we're spending 30 million, 40 million, and which agents is at 90 percent of them deals. There you go, George Mendes. So yeah. now we've got uh, obviously with Matt Hobbs, just going back onto that point where, um. <laughs> We've, we've, you know, we're all critical. We're leaving the business till the last minute. No, we were just waiting for the Nunes money. These targets have been in their sights, as you yeah. said, for a long time. And it, and it's good that the fact that you know there is three or four players that they've had the targets and they've landed. I mean, onto that Santiago, I think it was important as well that, that we got another centre half in. Um, you know, especially with, with the players we've lost, um, and to give some competition because. Dawson, is he going to play every game this season consistently? Is he going to have the, the fitness levels to do that at, at that age? I don't know. So it's good to bring someone like that. He looks a bit of a bruiser. Uh, he's only a young lad as well, 24. So, you know, I think he could fit in quite nicely. Um, but let's move on to uh, Santiago Bueno because we've been talking about, you know, we had that LVD that we were looking at as well. And then Santiago Bueno's come in. Um Basically, Matt Hobbs um, has talked about him. He's, he's, from, he's a Uruguayan defender, but he's been playing in uh, La Liga for Girona. He also, I think, had a couple of years at Barcelona. Um, he's also gone to say this is a signing that we've been working on for a while. Um, Uruguay renowned for producing world-class centre-backs. He's 24, is a good age. Great football education coming through Barcelona B. Uh, his personality is one we look for. Driven, hungry, hardworking and humble. And Enzo... A bit saw, like Nunes then. <laughs> yeah, if you, saw, if you saw Enzo, he was quite humble when he was talking. But with a bit of an edge, he can play and he's a perfect fit. He's, he's only missed four La Liga games for Girona last season, making 120 appearances for, the, for them in a four-year spell. And he's also been capped twice by Uruguay, making his debut earlier this year against Japan. He's six foot four, so he's good and tall, uh, aggressive, but he can play too. Obviously, it means he can put the ball on the ground and play out from the back. And he's gone on to say he'll be our second youngest centre-back, so he's also one for the future, but ready to go now. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Um, Chris, what's your take on uh, on Santiago Bueno, as second Bueno in the camp? You know, yeah. it's in it. So I, I've actually watched quite a bit of uh, this guy. There's quite a, a lot of videos you can watch of him. Um, if he's three quarters of the player that Godan was for Uruguay, then we'll be we'll be laughing all the way to the bank because he's a fantastic centre half. Um, I do have a look, couple of little concerns with him. He's very aggressive as a defender. I'm not worried about that. That's how I like defenders to be. I think it might he might have to tone that down a bit in the Premier League. He he generally when I've been watching his videos, he 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 likes to play the man and the ball. He, he he don't he doesn't he doesn't um, hold back. He he's um, a strong individual. He's tall, as you've mentioned. He's good on the ball. He's particularly good at playing long balls out to the wings, like the Pedro Netos and maybe the, the new Enzo down the wings. Um, similar to the ones that Cody used to knock around when we were playing the long balls across the wings. So I have watched him quite a bit. I think he's a really good addition. Um, totally different player to the El Dedi guy at Mönchengladbach but I think I think we most definitely don't have a player like that I just hope he can curb that aggression because I, I he's got a really good prominent long appearance record um, I, I just hope he doesn't fall foul of silly yellow cards and stuff because um, I think everyone will be uh, lucky to fall foul of yellow cards the way things are being handed out at the moment with the with the new with the new rules. The one good thing that it that it is, we've now got um, you know, four centre backs because we've got Kilman, Dawson, Totti Gomez, and Totti Gomez for me has never let us down every time he's played. I really like Totti Gomez. He's not a fancy Dan, but everything that he does, he does well. Uh, and he always gives 150%. And with him coming in, we've got another centre-back. So, it, it, we've got a little bit of depth. I think, Manny Jason, am I right in saying that the, that's meant that young Pond has been able to go out on loan? Has he gone yeah, to South gone. Bend or something? Yeah. He's gone. Got Stockport. So, I knew it began with an S. Stockport. Okay. <laughs> he looks like that. He's gone to South End on Pond. <laughs> South End on Pond. Manny, what's your take on this uh, Uruguayan then? Well, again, you know, it was quite clear centre half as, as soon as um, uh, you know Cody went, and then the Collins sale happened, which was a little bit, you know, still loads of mystery over that. Even though he struggled for us, you know, why we got rid of him? We were desperate for a centre half. We've got one in. The price again, I think it's one of those massaged prices because of the Nunes deal. 
with your owners links to the city group you know there's um, uh, something going on there behind the scenes so i think we've benefited there by maybe getting in for three or four million or more um less than we we um uh, would have paid and 24 that's that's a good age it's good age is that good age it's a good age 24 he's got years in the bank but he's not uh, a young it's if we signed an 18 year old defender we'd all be a little bit concerned wouldn't we oh god what have we signed there as an attacker i think he can little little bit get away with it um yeah. so he's he's, he's experienced he played did play every game virtually last year he didn't play this year though he hasn't played this year at all um they did concede they were uh, they did concede 55 goals last year uh the defense but they were sort of a mid-table side um uh, and um so i think he's probably we're not going to expect franco Baresi for that money uh or polo maldini or you know but if he backs up and provides adequate cover and comes in for the odd game and then puts pressure on Dawson and Kilman when it doesn't go right, just like Totti has. You know, Totti was quite an unknown yeah, as well. We, we didn't know much about Totti Gomez, did we, before he came? And we'd have been saying no, no. exactly the same. That's what I'm thing. saying. So, you know, yeah. the, these players, yes, they look good on some clips and that. Yes, but there's always a concern, obviously, with every player. Um, yeah. But I just, just kind of trust Matt Hobbs, I just kind of trust that what he's done so far, if I look, has he signed a total flop yet? He had six players, and I don't think so. I think all of them, Cunha and Sarabia, got more to offer, I think. But I think all of them have offered something and can offer more. And so that's a good strike, right? Because if you sign five or six players, you're bound to sign the odd, you know. I mean, we signed the, the two biggest signings last summer, remember, pre-Hobbs, were Guedes and Nunes, and look like what's happened there. <laughs> one one didn't want to play with this, and the other <laughs> one went for a strike, you know. So um, it's obviously the good thing is um, Matt Hobbs is talking about mentality, and, and he's trying to make it key that we may have got it wrong with the mentality with some of our signings, and now it's really key that these people want to be here, they want to play, uh, and they're really focused in, in, in helping us. So... Do you yeah. think that's why? Um, do you think this is why the likes of um, Pedence has kind of been bombed out because of his mentality? Right. This is why we don't want this. We want. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think we need to get back. Yeah, I think we need to get back to it, don't we? I think we had that under Nuno. The one thing we had was this real togetherness, and there was really no bad apples in Nuno's original squad. Was there really? There was no one who stood up as a one who was upsetting the cast. And now suddenly we had a bunch of them, really, you know, Pedence and Guedes and, and now Nunes came out with this. And then you think, you don't want these people around. You just don't want them because they're just ne they're negative. I mean, if Pedence was not a negative character and, and was a good character, then he would still be training with the first team whilst we were looking to move him on. We wouldn't yeah. be saying to him, no you're on under 21s or you can go on holiday. We don't want you anywhere near our team. That means we don't want your mindset anywhere near our team. Who's not playing you. So there seems like a shift somewhere, whether that's come from management or whether it's it, it's introduction of Matt Hobbs, you know, uh, we don't know, but it seems like there has been a change and all, all for, we just want players to give their all for the, the team and be committed in that respect. And, um, uh, and I'm I'm more excited now than I was, you know, 
in the last days of Lopetegui or the start of the season. So um, let's bring it on, I say. And I think it's important Dave, to... Oh, go on. Dave, just going back to um, uh, Bueno, um, if I was to... The name I'd give you of a player I think he's very similar to from what I've seen. I've watched some of Girona's matches. I've watched them back. Um, somebody Jason knows very well now, English footballer, English international. He plays exactly the same as him. It's somebody called Razor Ruddock. Ah, good deal. Yeah. Oh, it looking forward, forward to seeing Jason's videos. I hope he's not. Jason, then you're going to bring Razor Ruddock in for the uh, in for that tournament as well. That would be brilliant. Ooh. I might do, but you said I can't bring any former players in. I've got Carl Henry lined up, Dave Edwards. Got yeah, they've got to be over 40. He's not a former one. Maybe over 45. got to be over 40. Hang on, you just, you're just making up these rules. I might have Thank to. <laughs> Brilliant. No, he, he's very much like him with his aggressiveness and his... It, that's how I, I would say... That's how I would say I've seen somebody. Or... Going back a bit further, if you're a proper Wolves fan, he's a mild Shane Wesley. Oh, bloody hell. Watch the buses then. <laughs> was that Brian Laws? Was that Shane no, Wesley? Brian Laws. Yeah, Shane Brian Laws. Shane Wesley was a crazy one. Yeah, no, yeah, I was going to say as well, you can tell that the players coming in now, especially we seem to be more settled with the managerial front with, with Gary O'Neill. You know, that's going to be just a better environment for the players because clearly with Lopetegui, you know, with Pedence being unsettled, with Nunes being unsettled, what Lopetegui's done, it's almost like, you know, that can transpire down to the players. The culture's set from the top of the club. So if they're like, oh, well, Lopetegui don't want to be here, he sees this as a stepping stone, way too big for the club. Oh, let's down tools. It's not good. And I don't think we're going to get that with Gary O'Neill. And I think hopefully now we're going to get a good, honest young bunch. Yeah. Well, before we get, I mean, before we finish tonight, because I'm going to run through all of these, the transfers that we've done. I, I do want to talk about Jason a little bit. Your fundraising and Manny's fundraising a little bit before before we finish tonight. But I, I'm also, not walking to Newcastle. Well, good yeah, uh, that is mad, man. What have I done? Honestly, um, but also, I I do <laughs> crazy. Wanna, I do want to cover Tommy Doyle, and then I want to start. Then I want to have a look at the season so far and talk about how we're feeling about it, and, and also Gary O'Neill because I think people will be interested to. Uh, to talk about that. Just reminding everyone, if you want to join in the chat, because we've got over 350 of you watching live, all you need to do is hit that subscribe button straight away and you can join and you can ask questions. And if you're enjoying the content, please smash a like. Uh, we'll also put this out on our podcast as well for those that want to listen to it back driving around, because I know people around the world like to listen to it at work and stuff like that. Tommy Doyle. Tommy Doyle. Um Five million pounds. Well, we reckon it's four point three million. It's a loan with an option to buy. I hope he's absolutely brilliant. In January, they trigger that. Uh, he's twenty-one years of age. He's been with Manchester City since the age of eight. He's a bit like our version, like their version of Ryan Giles. If you kind of get me, because he's been with us for a very, very long time, and obviously we are all... right then. Well, it, same sort of thing. Um, he, um, like you said, he, he had loans out uh, to, I think he went to Hamburg for Germany for one. Chris will probably be able to talk a little bit about that because uh, he follows German football quite closely with his links to Germany. He went to Cardiff. And then last year, 
he went to Sheffield United. Um, from what I understand, he's had to work his way into the team. He played 38 times for them. He scored four goals and something like five assists. He scored their goal of the season. Uh, it was the winning goal against Blackburn in the quarterfinals of the FA Cup. Um, Wolves Sporting Director Matt Hobbs says he's talked about players coming here with a hunger to kick on again. And Tommy is another one of those. He said he'd give us something different. He's a good age profile, good character profile, but most important, a very good footballer. He ticks a lot of the boxes. Um, Jason, Tommy Doyle. Yeah, just to obviously, you know, my own comments from earlier, the fact that this is a player who had done well in the Championship last season, like you said, you know, with the assists, uh, with the fact they got promoted and we've got the first option on him for 4.3 million. He's an absolute snip in my opinion, because, you know, name me a player worth less than 4 million pound that's played in the championship in the premier league and done any form of reasonable job. I know he's unproven in the, the premier league, but for 4 million pound, every player is a risk. The fact that he's on loan and we can, t I mean, surely we're going to take the option up on him. Um, at, at, at that, at, you know, for that price, because, you know, he just seems so, so cheap, but, Listen, he's, he's got a new opportunity now. He's been at a great club, Man City, you know, amongst if he's been there from the age of eight, they obviously think very highly of him. Um, so I, he's one, actually, out of, out of all of them I am, I am looking forward to seeing. Yes, we have got a very congested, if you like, and competitive midfield. So I just We need that, important. though. Oh, especially, especially come January, because it's the African Cup of Nations and both Lamina and Bubakar Traore could be missing for about four weeks as well. The one other thing that I forgot to mention about Tommy Doyle, he's played uh, for England's all England age groups. He was also part of the, uh, the winning European uh, squad, the under-21s, and he's captain Manchester City's uh, at all the age groups, apart from obviously the senior team as well. So he's, got, he's apparently is a very is a bit of a, a character in the dressing room. He's a bit vocal, and we need a bit of that as well. I think. Yeah. When's the, last ginger, when's the last ginger who played for Hawks? <laughs> well, uh, and he's homegrown as well. He's an well, say homegrown. He's an English player. So yeah, he's English. Yes, yeah, so, so, so yeah, say. Part uh, the quota. Yeah, absolutely. Which is something that we were on, we were borderline with at the uh, at the time. But that's really, really positive. Manny, yeah. Tommy Doyle. Let's see. Let's see. Our, our number one target this summer, um, before all this kicked off, was Alex Scott. Twenty-five million, Championship played well in the Championship. Alex Scott is obviously injured. Nobody knows how long for one month, two months, whatever. You know, we've got another midfielder. That's played in the championship, that played really well, that was at Man City. So it's, 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 this is like, you know, we were all excited about getting Alex Scott. We should just be as excited about getting someone for four million quid that played in the same league and got his club promoted. You know, I think it's a absolutely cracking signing. It's um, somebody, you know, that's going to provide a lot of competition in the mid in midfield with. You know, Lamina and Gomez, and even they need help sometimes and resting as well. You know, they, they played really well against United, but against Brighton, they looked off it. And sometimes, you know, having Doyles and, and with Bubakar Traore, there's like, suddenly we got like four really solid, good midfield options, you know. And um, people said like, um, should we... Are we going to replace Nunes? We don't really need to replace Nunes because he never really played there. 
he never played in midfield. He's playing right or left. So, you know, the likes of this Bellegarde, who's apparently passed his medical now um, and is just waiting to close the deal. So um, that's what Liam Keane reported a few minutes, well, about, about half an hour ago. So, you know, we've got replacements in for where Nunes was playing, not particularly the centre of the park. So it's, I think it's a brilliant signing, low risk and high, high potential <laughs> young age. Like Jay says, Man City don't have anyone for too long. If he's, you know, he's played in all the age groups. He's captain, captain Man City. I mean, at any level is quite an achievement in their current status. So, and he proved he had one loan spell, and he proved that he could play. But you know, a championship don't, you know, yes, there's a step up, but the championship ain't an easy, easy league to play to play football. If you can't play. In the championship, you will be found out, and um, so yeah, I'm excited about him coming in. Um, uh, another really good, good, good signing. Um, uh, it's been it's really good 24 hours to be fair for Wolves. Chris, what's your take on Tommy Doyle? Um, uh, you know, he went to Hamburg, and I know yeah, you're so, up on okay, the so, German leagues. So, if we talk about Hamburg, so Hamburg up until 2018 were the equivalent of Everton. They never, ever got relegated. Um, but he played for them after then. <laughs> so, he was playing in the Switer Liga, the, the second second tier of German football. Um, yeah, Hamburg have always been a, a, a quite a played a certain way with steady midfielders. So, I, I think he's. I think if he's if he's learned some of his um, skills from there, it'll be about controlling the ball and, and playing it out. Um, I think you'll find he'd be a bit like Mutino in a way, maybe a bit more aggressive. That's what that's what I see. Um, it, it's um, I haven't really looked up how he did at Hamburg, but you know I can talk to some people and find out. But it's irrelevant now; he's already joined. But I, I'm really pleased we signed him. Um, uh, it's like Jason said earlier, uh, 4.6 million, you know, even if the, the, the unforgivable happened and we got relegated, it's a, it's a championship midfielder at 4.6 million. Well, you know, you know, like Manny says, Alex got 20 million. He's a championship midfielder, so it's a bargain. To be it's, fair, Chris, that was, and Manny, that was a really, really good point because everyone was raving about Alex Scott. I do make them sometimes. The you case. do, you do. And when you actually think about... Alex Scott, and then you actually think about how much we're paying for um, for this Tommy Doyle, and the they've both got similar experience. Actually, you start to think, well, it could be an absolute uh, bargain, and I really hope he turns out to be uh, that bargain. Um, let's just obviously we're still waiting on confirmation of the the final uh, deal, but let's now talk about uh, the start of the season. Um, where we are right now, and Gary O'Neill, who wants to kick off talking about how that we feel that started and the impact that Gary O'Neill's uh, made. Obviously, when it came a little bit left field, come in, people are a bit unsure. Been in situ now just over a couple of weeks. Um, Jason, do you want to give your thoughts on that? <coughs> yeah, obviously, he's, he's, it's very difficult to judge him because. You know, he come in right on the 11th hour at the eve of the season and he's thrust into it and it's, you know, it wasn't obviously clearly a great place to come into. But it's very difficult to, to judge from the pictures. But, you know, the, the, the team they seem to be bonding well. They bring, you know, we, we looked at the 
players they've brought in. It's important now. It's not just about ability, it's about attitude as well. And I think with Gary O'Neill, hearing him speak as well, he, he speaks very well. Um, so, look, the Brighton game was, was always going to be very tough. You know, we knew that. I almost thought it was going to be tougher than the Man U game. And in hindsight, it, it clearly was. But, you know, he's got a bit of a bit of a clean slate in as much as um, it, it's just very early days for me to to, to judge him. And what, what I've seen so far, you know, I'm, I'm pleased with. Um, I don't think we'd have got much more out of Lopetegui out of the first few games. If I'm completely honest, especially with the way his attitude was. So, you know, for all those that were disappointed with uh, Gary O'Neill taking over on the pretense that he's not a massive name, I think he, also for him, he's got to prove himself. He doesn't have to come in and think, you know, oh, you know, I've done it all before. I've managed at international level. I've managed Real Madrid. I've done this. I've done that. So I think he's got a lot to prove. And I think we're going to see uh, a lot more from him. And we're going to see a lot more from the team. Yeah. Manny, your thoughts? Yeah, you know, the hardest thing in the world to manage is expectations, isn't it? You know, and we expected if the things were perfect, that Lopetegui has this great summer, we sign loads of players, and then you're expecting Lopetegui to do things, aren't you? That's yep. what we we would think. Now, Gary O'Neill coming in and with everything happened, what he's done is it's, it's actually took a lot of everything away and, and the shackles have been released, I think, from the fans. If you look at the away support in the last couple of games, if you look at, you know, even though we, we did lose against Brighton, that Brighton game was a knife edge. It was only because we missed chances we weren't in the game. If we took our chances, a bit like West Ham, West Ham took their chances. Brighton dominated West Ham, but West Ham took their chances and won the game. So, you know, that, that wasn't a 4-1, probably flattered a little bit them and it, they sort of everything they hit went in. But overall, you, you look at the games and yes, we played really well against Man United, but we didn't win. We didn't play well against Everton, but we did win. So that's football as well, isn't it? That's football. It happens like that. So I'm actually really encouraged with his, his return. And then even midweek, and people will say it's only Blackpool. But when did we, in the last few years, beat teams like Blackpool 5-0? We've been knocked out so many times today. Well, if we even, JV, even if we did beat them, it was 1-0, 2-1, on penalties. Yeah. struggles. We beat Preston, didn't we? That was 2-1, I remember, last year at home. So, you know, this is like, I'm really excited. It's been a really cracking week. He's suddenly blooded two strikers who, believe it or not, have beaten Raul and Costa's aggregate total from last year already. <laughs> and, 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 and the doc. Yeah, so you know that's like that's ridiculous, isn't it? And, and we've got to get behind. And, and and the other thing, a little bit of a masterstroke because he would have been involved in it. Is is like the timing of giving Fabio the number nine. Well, I wanted yeah. to talk about that because yeah, Fabio Silva is now. I think yeah. you put a tweet out with a little couple of little jingles. Yeah, yeah. Nine. Do you want to give us a little bit of a song, Manny? It's the da -da. Fabio Silva is wondrous number nine. Yeah, so that's an easy one for us to sing. It's an easy one to sing. If you don't know the words, I can text you them. But you know, I think that was a bit of a masterstroke as well. And 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 it's just like a bit like you know some of the players that were bombed out. Let's let's look at this then. Ain't nowhere to be seen under Lopetegui. 
right? Johnny Otto, nowhere to be seen under Lopetegui. You know, obviously Fabio Silva's coming and we didn't know because Fabio Silva was saying, I don't want, I don't want to stay. I want to go. I want to go. Suddenly, O'Neill's come in. Aitnuri looks like a brand new player playing in two different positions. Quickly, he's realises that he can play as a winger. Yep. Um, Johnny Otto today has refused to move and says, I want to stay and fight for my place. That didn't doesn't sound like a Johnny Otto that was here last year. I think he would have just left straight away, you know, last year. Um, and then we've got Fabio Silva, who suddenly, Fabio Silva is absolutely over the moon at, at getting that number nine. He's absolutely over the moon of, of scoring at Molyneux in front of fans. Remember, he played that lockdown season where there were no fans. And if the players get behind him, he will score goals. I'm actually so encouraged. Yeah, he missed chances, but he's in those positions. He has Did a knack of getting... when he scored the relief and he went down on his, uh, yeah. on his, on his knees and... looking up to the sky. Listen, Fantastic. Dave, I've been, I've been the most critical of Fabio Silva. Um but, you know, for me, there's no one more than me that wants to see him come good. And, you know, we can criticise Blackpool. It was only Blackpool the other night. You can only beat what's in front of you. And and like we've said, we've had several League Cup matches which end up as banana skins because the players don't take it seriously. They're not set up properly for the game. They're, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're in second gear. But, you know, you could tell there was all up for it that, that, you know, they wanted to score. And it's so good for the players' confidence. You look at Silver, it was almost a relief. Off his back yeah. and having that number nine, you know, I want him to go out there and score, you know, 15 odd goals this season. That'd be unbelievable. And I want to get yeah. behind him more than anyone because I have been critical, but I do want to see the transfer come good. Absolutely. And you know what, as well, uh, Manny and uh, Jason and Chris, and Chris, we will come to you on your thoughts on the start of the season and, and Gary O'Neill in a second. But as Manny's brought you up, Fabio Silva, number nine, I think giving him the number nine shirt how they've done it now and giving him that shirt is basically saying to him by Gary O'Neill, by Matt Hobbs, by the team, the coaches, you're the main man. We're giving you the number nine spot. We've got our belief in you. This is your time. Go out and shine. And um, the fact that apparently they've had some uh, offers for Kalajic as well. They've obviously batted them away. You know, he's, you know, you've got Kuna, Kalajic, You've got um, Fabio Silva. You've got Nathan Fraser as well as a backup. And then you've got, you know, all these forward players. That if we can get them ticking and we can really start to both Kalajic, yeah. to be honest, he seems to have this uh, thing for goal. His first goal, it was off his head on his back. His second goal, he hits it into the floor. It bounces out. I don't care how they go in. He seems to be able to put the ball in the He net. reminds me of, like, Peter Crouch in his early days. Peter Crouch used to score all his goals like that. Ungangly, not really clean headers. Just used to bundle the ball in the back of the net. <laughs> we don't care. We don't care. If you can get in the box, you want a striker in the box. And if you're in the box, you've got a chance to score, innit, yeah? Listen, what would we rather have? Would and we rather have really anything? control as well. You know, if you've been watching him... How he is, he's a, he really does have... He's quite tall, obviously, six yeah. foot seven of football. But he can play. He's got good control. Yeah. I was just going to say, Dave, you're quite right, because we don't, if he scores, you know, like I said, 15, 20 goals this season or even less than that, and they're all off his arse or off the back of his head, off his elbow, we don't care. We'd rather have that than five wonder strikes from outside the box. We want a striker who's in the right place at the right time, and that's what all the best strikers do. 
Absolutely. Uh, Chris, um, now on to you for your thoughts on the start of the season and uh, and Gary O'Neill. I mean, you did do what I think you did. A, we talked about it on extra time. Was it after the Brighton Man United game or Brighton game? I can't remember. You did you did the, the player ratings and they weren't that high, were they? No, they were high. Just Dave Norris wasn't. What we've got to realise, and Gary O'Neill's already done it, is he needs somebody like Bueno behind him and we need to play him further forward than he was playing he's fantastic playing forward my problem with the problem with him as a fullback is when he when he um when he goes forward the ball and he gets caught out with it and loses it and he does like to do a dribble and go past people once he's out the game he doesn't get back and that's what that's that's what my big criticism has been with him in that he he won't cover so having a bueno behind him and him playing, he's fantastic going forward. And I've never, I've never disputed that. But you know, in a four, you're a fullback before you're an attacker. Even nowadays, yeah. you've got to be. And unfortunately, that side of his game. And I know he played really well against Mo Salah once, but you could argue maybe Mo Salah was off his game. It's 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 brings <laughs> him around. On the back of that, Chris, I just want to jump in on the back of that. And it's interesting what you say about Aitnoy, because he definitely is a better player going forward. Very skillful. We know he's got a goal in him as well. Neto ain't going to last the season without being injured because he's that sort of player. He's going to get injured. There is going to be niggles. There's going to be hamstrings. If that is the case, I wouldn't mind seeing Aitnoy in his position. Yeah. You just need to take the reliability. You know, he's still got, he's still got a, a, a responsibility to come back and cover the fullback. But... Yeah. Not being the fullback he's and not... having the freedom to just fill in is much better suited to him. Yeah, he switches off as well. And when he's, he's got, got but the thing is, Chris, he's got you know what he's got. He's got a smile on his face. He just seems yeah. happier around yeah, the training yeah. ground. If you saw his last year's videos around the training ground, on the coach walking to the coach, he had his hood up. He had his. He was like you could see he just wasn't happy to be there because he was. But, you know, the players, involved, the kids, they, the kids playing in it. Yeah, but you know, Chris, you know, the kids these days, they're different, aren't they? You've got to bloody yeah. cuddle them and bloody give them what they want. They're not like the old fashioned ones uh, where you could tell yeah. them off and and, and, yeah. and and get the big stick out and tell them they're rubbish and they need, you know, that would do, that would be enough in the old days. But now it's yeah. like it's a different age. And I've got it with my sons, man. You're forever like, you know. Um, Don't you get the big stick out anymore on a man? <laughs> no, I can't, man. It's, it's on me now. There you go, man. They turn it on me. <laughs> but but going back to the start of the season, I thought I went with you at Celtic. I knew something was wrong with Lopetegui because his body language. I said to you at the match, didn't I? Yeah, yeah you it's did. So you did. Strange I, going I, he ain't come over. He ain't clapped. There's something going on here we don't know about, and 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 it all came out. Um, I, I was really upset about him going. I, I felt that we, I I felt that we. He did things that he shouldn't have done, but I felt ultimately the club. Um, messed him about um, but that's all under the bridge I wasn't particularly enamoured about Gary O'Neill I don't think I really knew who I wanted in. I just didn't think maybe he was the answer but I thought the same about Mick McCarthy and you can't say he was a disaster for us so um, I, you know he's a manager we've got to get behind him he's shown some things already where I thought oh hang on you know he, he's he's not having pedence he's not putting up with the behaviour and so that's a big plus to me he, yeah. You know that he he's he's his own man. Um, he he seems to be quite open and honest in in the in the the interviews he does. Um, he he came out and give um, 
Nunes, what we all thought. He said it himself. So, uh, you know, look, that first three games got the three points at Everton, which we needed. Um, we just got it all now in an hour's time. Look, at, well, actually in 10 minutes' time. See what we've got at the end of it. We've got to get behind them now and get get to the end of the season. And 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 I'd have to say, if you know we we stay up and we 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 we're in the middle of the table and we've played some decent football, not some of the turgid stuff we saw last year. Mm. I wouldn't want the club to then have delusions of grandeur, go and chase another superstar manager. You've got to give the bloke, you know, if he's done what oh, he's yeah. done, we've got to get back in and. and Go net, go again. So, that's where I am. I mean, we've got to be honest as well. A lot of these signings aren't. These football's changed now before the managers had made all the signings, make all the decisions. It doesn't work that way now. That's why you no. need someone like Matt Hobbs, who's doing all the work behind the scenes, who's bringing these players in. You know, it is a changing industry and a changing game. Um, so, as you know, from a head coach point of view, if he's coaching them right, they're smiling on the training ground, and that, in, in you know, in turn is transpiring into results. That's all we can ask for. The one thing I didn't say about Matt Hobbs when Manny was talking about it, I was going to say, and then we moved on. The thing that we must not overestimate is the work that he's done in getting players out of the club, because I think that has been fantastic. It's yeah. been better. It's been better, I think, than the players he brought in. Because he did what? Yeah, what he's got, he's done quickly, but he's got some decent money in for some. Oh, good money! Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Is it hundred and fifty odd million now that we've brought in? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, if you think... Yeah, Jace, those bollards might get painted. <laughs> well, if you think, just Neves Nunes okay. alone, Neves was 47 million. Neves was 47 million, Nunes is 53 million. Just them two alone is 100 million. <coughs> yeah. Just yeah. them two alone. What other... Yeah. Where's the money, Jeff? <laughs> Where's the money, Jeff? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Them bollards were freshly painted I, I uh, last year anyway, but some, the club said that some bloke keeps putting some Osastatity stickers on it and it keeps peeling the paint yeah. off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, hang on. The wolf, the wolf Whistle podcast stickers were already on there. Ah, OK. I need to get some Always Wolves. Always Wolves one on there as well. Always Wolves on two. wants to put them on there. One other player I do want to... I think, Chris, you make a really good point with the players that have come out because at the end of last season... Most of the fans were looking for a bit of a, a clear out um, and a bit of a evolution, and we and you, I think you're right to say he's done a good job. I don't think anyone that's gone out you can't really argue the case for really. Um, but one player that I do want to sort of uh, bring up right now is Johnny Otto because Johnny Otto is one of those players that we thought they were going. But Johnny Otto, you know, you talk about Matthias Nunes, you talk about Daniel Pedence. But Johnny Otto, from what I've read, it's been reported that he, you know, he could have gone, but he said to uh, Gary O'Neill, he said to Matt Hobbs and, and the coaching team that he wants to stay and fight for his place. And I was really impressed with Johnny Otto's attitude um, that, you know, obviously he's had his injuries, he thought he was going, but like, he's really, really positive how he. Um, wants to stay and fight for his place. Manny, I mean, what's your thoughts on... on you know the... what? The, all I can say is the coffee shops in Tetnall are, like, irreplaceable. So, <laughs> you know, he's made it. He's made um, Wolverhampton his own. He's another one with young kids, mm. you know. And um, 
there was this, you know, with those players from that time, Neves staying so long, Martinho staying so long, I think they just are family people and they have lots of values and, and uprooting families and taking them elsewhere. And, and I just think he's that kind of player. He would just like to just, I mean, literally look at him. He's standing there in his shorts and his string vest while everyone else has got snoods on. You know, he's that type of bloke and he just, you know, he's always in his T-shirt and he's just go to work, does his job. And again, he was another one. I think there was a little bit of unhappiness about last year. Um, uh, he was obviously good friends with Raul. There's a Raul situation around Christmas and the World Cup. There were things and rumours. And, and again, I think this fresh manager, new person, would go up to Johnny and treat Johnny with the respect he deserves, a player that's been there a long time, the players that's played, you know, the odd match for for Spain. He's um he was there during the glory days. And and I think someone like O'Neill has probably told him as well, actually, I still think you've got a part. Maybe you might not play every game, mate, but we need people like you, the experienced pros. You can bring so much to this team. And it, it just I just think it's um uh, just shows the mark of the of the guy as well, you know, that he's prepared to Actually, yeah, I want to fight for this. He might think, well, actually, Bueno's playing left back. If Aitnuri transitions to the winger because he's not reliable enough as a left back, I might be the next person in, you know. So this team need me, and I still think I can get back into and that's refreshing to hear and fair play to him. And after the new <laughs> match, to hear that from a player, you know, I'm prepared to play and fight for this fight for this team then fair enough because I'm sure like most players he could have got a deal somewhere giving him a nice little paycheck and you know in a hotter climate than Sonny Wolverhampton that's for sure so um, top top servant um, and um, I wish him all the best and if he gets back to any anywhere near his pre-op form then he'll be a, a great asset for us you know Absolutely. For those asking about uh, Belgrado, um, well, he changed his name for the fourth time. Belgrado got a son. Yeah. For those asking, it's been reported and it's been tweeted um, in various places um, that the deal has been done. It's a five-year deal, but there's no official announcement as of yet from from Wolves. But it does look like that's gonna going to happen. Johnny Otto, uh, Jason? Yeah, Johnny Otto for me. Under the last few games of Large, um, I saw him. He, I think he was either playing injured or he just didn't seem to, to have it for me. I just, I, I was done with him then. Um, but his attitude is right. Manny, I was going to make a, a similar point to Manny. Manny's hit the nail on the head for me, really. These players, i.e. Raul, Neves, Johnny, Matinho, made Wolverhampton their home and, you know, they've embraced it. They've, they've got young children and it's right. How old is Johnny now? 32, 33? Is right, he really, yeah. yeah, is he really, you know, <clears throat> oh yeah, he, he's, he, he wants to fight for his place, but equally he doesn't want to uproot the family neither. And I think that's important. So, he, and listen, as we said, if ain't no, he does push up. I think he might have a good chance of getting back in the side and if he's fit and he can do a job, He's never really let us down. Like I said, under large towards the end, I was a bit disappointed, but I think he was playing semi-injured. And then he scored he that scored the goal, goal of the season. season. <laughs> yeah, and I was just going to say, and then he ended up scoring that wonder goal. But um, 
yeah, I, yeah, for me, I, I think uh, that in coming out the way he said, especially around this time with what's happened with Nunes, I think that shows real class. Absolutely. And Chris, what's your thoughts on uh, on Johnny Otto? He asked me a question about fullback, Dave, so that's quite dangerous because you know I'm, it really I'm, is. Yeah. yeah. So um, I've never given Johnny Otto a five in every game in any game he's ever played for Wolves because he's a proper fullback. People need to forget he had an horrendous injury. So twice. twice, twice to come back where from. He, yeah. it, it, it's an awful, it's an awful injury. It, it's difficult to get back. You know, fullbacks nowadays are some of the most mobile and running players you have on the pitch because they're up and down, up and down, up and down. So it, it, it's going to take a while to get back, and I'm really pleased that he hasn't gone. And and there is no truth in the rumor that he was but going. He was going to Getafe, but he decided not to go because they signed Mason Greenwood about ten minutes ago. That's not that's not the reason he went there. He he wanted to stay and fight for his place, and um, I, I applaud him for that. And I think he will get opportunities because with the the length of matches now, with 10, 12 minutes of stoppage time um, being added on, the matches are longer, and it's the fullbacks that will get hooked. Midfielders and fullbacks are the ones that are going to get. Swapped out, so there is a place for him. He, he, you know, and he, he he he's looked good in a couple of games, and he looked good against Blackpool. What what he played, he, he he you know, there were signs of the old Johnny. He was a fantastic player for us before he got injured. Uh, and it, it does is the one thing that annoys me about football fans these days. They're just easy <coughs> to be easy to discard players. Oh, he's rubbish now. Don't worry about him. You know, they, everything's yeah. about buy, 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 and we don't, we don't, yeah, you know. Players are the same with loyalty. Look at Nunez, but we don't also give him a bit of time with loyalty. And, and I, I think he's a good player, and I, I, I'm glad he stayed. I'm surprised that the, the lads have just put up that he's only 29. I did think he was older, and you did clearly, Manny. I thought he was a bit older than 29. Yeah, I, I did as well. I'm yeah. taking it on. He actually looks older. That's right. That they're, they're right when he's saying he's 29. I've put it up on there. Maybe someone else can confirm that because he, you always think he is older, don't you? But baby, he's only twenty nine. I mean, I'm not sure. And the thing with him is, as a fullback, he can score. Johnny, yeah. Johnny can score goals, and Doc can. Um, yeah. In fact, you know, we've got good scoring fullbacks. Really, you know, Brendan's you know yeah, Doc has always been one amongst the goals, and he went to Spurs, and then he went to Spain, did he? And yeah, yeah. He, he wasn't getting the goals there, but he come back to Wolves and scored two, which is brilliant. And, you know, I think we'll get a few goals out of him this season as well. He's not going to feature as much as he did last time round, but um, I think we're going to get a few goals out of him. As long. It's important that all these other players chip in as well. It's Yeah, it's one thing putting a lot of pressure on the strikers, but other, other you know, we haven't really scored too many from the midfield, neither have we, because we played for a lot of the time with... Never yeah. and Matija being two quite defensive midfielders, so it's important they all chip in. I'll get the message, he's 29. <laughs> <laughs> That's his weight, not his age. Guys, the window is closed, so we're going to just have a final 15 oh, minutes. How did it close at midnight? Have we yeah. got any no fancy jingle or something, Dave? Um, we you should have had some one? sort of... I don't know. One, Chris. I would have thought you'd have had one. Have you got the... a bell, Dave, or anything? Have we got a bell? Have we got a bell anywhere, Dad? Have we got a bell? We've got a Belagarde. We, hey! Yeah, we yeah, 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 we've got Belgrado, according to Dave. I know, yeah, I know. That, that got sunk. hasn't sunk. Back in the, uh, by the, uh, that, that deal hasn't sunk. Yeah. 
I it's our new Argentinian battleship midfielder. Well, we well I, I like what you're doing there, mate. I like what we're doing. So, yeah, the window has officially closed, but it, there hasn't. That doesn't mean to say that our deals will not be announced after 11 uh, p.m. Because, like, if they've been signed before, they've still got to, you know, registrations and stuff like that. I think they've got a little bit of time. Does this also mean Pedence hasn't gone? Yeah, I mean, Jesus. I don't know. That could be another one that comes out. Don't forget later. the Saudi, Saudi Arabian window doesn't close till the 7th. Another two weeks, yeah. Or something it, like that. Oh, well, yeah, well, that's he's going there, then, isn't he? And, mm. um, yeah, he'll be going with Mo Salad, um, you know. You know, potentially they'll probably go up to about 250 million, keep trying Liverpool for then. But, like, um, before we go on to just a round up in terms of our rating of the window, Jason, um, first off, mate, um, you've been nominated for a fundraiser award. Yeah, I've been quite fortunate. One of the charities we raise money for is the New Cross Hospital Neonatal Department because when Olivia was born, she was in an incubator, bless her, uh, while we were sort of finding out exactly what was wrong and yeah that was brilliant the nurses were fantastic and you know we've got a lot to thank them for so we've managed to raise just under thirty thousand for the hospital um and i want to say thank you to you guys as well uh dave and uh chris for the fundraising you did when we got olivia's push gear stolen in, in spain and thank you for that it means such a lot um so yeah we are going to be giving obviously the the the, the higher proportion of that to the charity um, so thank you guys. Really, really do appreciate that. It means not everyone that donated to, but yeah, that there was they've been brilliant. The hospital, so uh, we've been nominated, so that's fantastic. And Manny will tell you, obviously, you can't do it for those reasons, of course, you don't, but equally, it's nice to be recognized. It is, you know, I'm yeah. not going to go, oh, we don't do it for that reason. It's nice to be recognized, it is, isn't it, Manny? You know, let's, you know let's, what? Let's... I have to say, I'm going to add to that, you know, when you do good then obviously people are going to recognize it and this is all yeah. we're just trying to do good that's all we're trying to do you know oh no the, not more samosas not more bloody samosas yeah i mean <laughs> unbelievable isn't it? i'm sick of i know i know exactly can i ask how can people uh vote for you and what what on this let everyone know uh i think it's I, I didn't really want to push and promote that no no not because of any other reason but i didn't want to like do a self-promoting tweet on it but i did you know retweet it and say thank you to the charity so they could find it on there so i don't actually know the link um but yeah please please vote um <laughs> but yeah right, it's fully deserved man what you do no man. thank you and, and, you know and, and it needs to be recognized because it inspires others as well there's people uh, who pick up the baton and we ain't going to be here for all our lives. And we need other people to go out there and, and help these organisations because, you know, we've seen Olivia's story and there's yep. loads more Olivia's about, you know, and there the is, future. There is. Uh, but what's nice as well, uh, you know, like Dodge, Rod, Dodger Brad, uh, Rob Dodger Bradley, who, he'd done the walk and it was his idea to do the walk from Landud now, real to Landud now, flipping it. You'll be doing that in your sleep, man. Eh? Real to Landud now. It's a good I thought, seven well, hours. Yeah, they just gone for a stroll in the park. <laughs> right, well, exactly. That's what it is compared to obviously what you're doing, but that was a great <laughs> idea by Dodge. And then I've had another yeah, person really. who wants to run the London Marathon. He's got a place, but it's not a charity place. And he's selected our charity. And it's things like that, which, which just fair. means how much that other people want to do it. And that, they understand Olivia's story. They understand as families what we're going through, what other families are going through. And for them mm. to want to support is just amazing. So thank you guys. Yeah, you guys, you guys don't do it for 
you know, because you want to get your name out there. You do it because you, these hell. things are these things are important Mate, to you. There's easier when, things to do. Too. There's yeah. easier things you can bloody do. That's for sure. When you get nominated for the award, that isn't why you do it. That, that's those facilities going yeah, yeah. back to you and saying thank you for what you're doing. That's all it is, yeah. Yeah. you know. And and people just need to grow up. It's ridiculous. I, I disagree, Chris. I think Manny's walking from Wolverhampton to Newcastle for likes. Well, I'm, I'm only doing I, I just want to see if I can break my retweet record. That's the mate, only thing I'm doing. Mate, the only thing you'll be breaking is your ankle. We need to just cover that because Manny, you know, he just like, oh, yeah. So, like, I walked to Chelsea last year. Um, I, was, I he spoke to me, um, and talked to probably talked to a few other people about his ideas, what he's going to do this year because he's always like, okay, what did I do last year? How are we going to top that? Okay, one idea. Let's walk to the London Marathon and then let's run the London Marathon was one idea. Or let's walk to Newcastle. So that was in the balance. Listen, I've got to say that. I love Manny to bits, but he didn't want to do it when we was in Europe, did he? Right, somebody <laughs> says, you never walked to Colchester. Somebody said that to me at the game, the one bloody day. Yeah, apparently you never walked to Colchester away. You're doing it with Jeevan as well. So, you know, Jeevan comes up to me and he goes, Dad, I'm going to do the the next challenge with you. I said, are you having a laugh? I, I can't even convince myself to do the next challenge. Are you, you've never done a challenge and you want And he goes, yeah, I'm doing it with you. And I spent a month trying to talk him out of it, but he's so keyed up for it. So let's go. So I'm going to get him into training. He's got to get fit. He don't even walk to the shop over the road. He don't even walk bloody to the kitchen to fetch his dinner. And now he wants to walk to Newcastle. So yeah, but that's 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 the best thing about that, isn't it, Manny? That he don't do it, but he wants to do it with you. So, yeah, I mean, to be honest, he's something you know. Oh man, it's going to be absolutely great. unbelievable. To be fair, and yeah, I had two options: either walk to Newcastle or walk to London to run the London Marathon. They're six weeks apart. I am actually running the London Marathon as well, six weeks later, after the Newcastle walk. And um, uh, I've said to someone, if I feel okay, maybe I can still walk to London and do the London Marathon after walking to Newcastle. And it is completely madness. It is bonkers. I'm not going to have legs left. But Mate, you'll be about three inches shorter. Mate, honestly, I've worked out the route. It's horrific. There's hills. Who put hills in Yorkshire? And then you've got to walk up the top of the stairs at Newcastle. Out, it's like you know, someone someone rang me up the other day and said, "If you do it, and then you walk up those steps, I'll give you five five quid for every step you go up." And I said, "Do you know there's 140 steps?" And then he donated like the first instalment. So you know, when you get fans like that, and Jace knows, you know, yeah. You have the crazy idea and you think, oh, my God. And literally people start donating. I'm thinking, no, no, I haven't asked for donation. This is like well, six we, 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 we walked from real to Landud now and it was well over £3,000 raised. Yeah. And I think, yeah. you know, it, it was, what was it? I can't even remember now, 17 miles. But yeah. people are just so, so generous and they get behind it. And it's Mate, honestly, it is really. And that is what keeps us going. I mean, this, this walk, Dave, will be 45 miles a day for four days. And then the remainder on the, the the fifth day, and so people have said no, no. People have done it before; they've done it in seven days and eight days. And I'm like, no, man, I've got I've got to I've got to, I've got to push myself. So yeah, I'm going to try and do it in four and a half days. 
Um, obviously, if anyone sees me lying on the road, you know, like with all the other roadkill, please pick me up and, and take me to Newcastle. To be fair, Manny, I, I did see you walk to Chorley. Did you? Out. Oh, thanks. Thanks for that, mate. <laughs> Where's the tenor? Where, how shall I post it, you mate? You walked no, to Chorley honestly. in 86. <laughs> just, to, uh, just to let you know as well that uh, Liam Keane, Expresso Star, uh, has tweeted, done deal, Wolves have completed the signing of John Rickner, Bellegarde before oh. the transfer deadline. French midfielders joining on a five-year contract from Strasbourg, £12.8 million. Uh, and yeah, Manny, that on the back of your shirt. How, 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 how do you make a song up with that name? I mean, it's just... Can't we just get people called Bob? Uh, uh, just... <laughs> What are we calling Bob? That's it. We'll call him Bob. Bob Bellagrand. Bob Bellagrand. Yes, Saturday. The last thing. Yeah, so, women's game next week. If you're free on the Wednesday, it's free to season ticket holders. Stowbridge, I'll tell you what, they are a rowdy lot, their, their fans are. So, they're coming to town. It's a local derby. The women have started fantastically. That's for going towards the foundation, helping them out with their sleep out in November. Uh, and then we were planning to do Samosa Saturday at the Villa game, but um, Hibbs shockingly couldn't overturn the 5 0 um, first leg deficit, which means Villa um, uh, surprisingly have got to the next round of Europe, which moves their game to Sunday. I did want to keep it Saturday. It's just, you know, that's what we've always done them. So Newcastle United at home, 5 30 kickoff, gives us more time to, you know, serve and meet the fans and I'm sure the Newcastle fans, you know, they're great fans anyway. I must say, you know, they're very passionate and I'm sure they'll bring a good following and and sample some samosas and um, uh, before we, you know, derail their, you know, Champions League's hopes of I beating them later. So, oh, yeah, so... In their Champions League It'll be August, October the 28th, Samosa Saturday 20, which will be five years virtually to the anniversary of the first one. So. Manny, Manny that, that women's one, is that at Telford? Or, it's uh, at Telford, new books, free for season right. ticket holders. Um, uh, you know, 7.45 kick-off, expecting I'll be there, decent mate. road. So, um, I'm not uh, going to walk there, it's only two miles from me, but I'll, I'll go <laughs> in the car and I'll, Yeah, it's a good chance for, you know, people who've never seen the women play. I mean, they've won in every one. They've some great players as well. They're really making a go of it again. Um, they're yeah. doing some good things behind the scenes as well to try and Make them, you know, go up the levels, and I'm um, uh, um, looking forward to seeing them for the first time this season. Sorry, Pete, yum yum, I'm vegetarian. There won't be any meat ones. You'll have to look elsewhere. I can, can give we you. Have, the, can we have peelers? I, I can give you the shallow pastry, and you can bring your own meat stuff in there. Um, oh yeah, Chris wants peelers ones. Uh, okay, can't do the Chris. peas, Manny. Mate, just man up, will you, and eat a. They peas. see me. I can't do it. it the, and Jason has. <laughs> Please, no. Is it like kryptonite, is it? <laughs> it's, yeah, sort of. <laughs> so, yeah, lots of, lots of stuff going on. And um, I know every year I think, oh, shall we scale that? Shall we? And I literally get messages. What's your next challenge? When's the next Samosa Saturday? So, yeah, so brilliant. Um, thank you for all your support. Thank you to everybody who's already donating and offering support and offering them uh, you know, bits and pieces and, and people contribute behind the scenes as well who don't want to be known, you know, thank them as well. So, um, yeah, let's have a good season. Hopefully a few wins because that always helps us most of Saturday. We don't want, you know, <laughs> um, us languishing. So, um, 
Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, Wolves have just announced. I think nothing like leaving it late. Bob Bellagrandi, yeah, Bob signed. So okay. he has officially uh, signed for us. Oh, they've done the old so TV. Got yeah. a Wolf shirt on as well. So they've took one over for him. So that's done. Right to finish off with, then, folks. Where's has Jason disappeared there just a second ago? I think he's gone to do cartwheels because we've signed another player. Um, yeah. So, um, just wanted to uh, give a rating for the transfer window. So, guys, in the chat, out of ten, leave your rating. Manny, let's kick off with your rating out of ten for the transfer oh, window. Oh man, it's such a hard one to rate because. We were told that it wouldn't happen and we weren't going to sign players, you know, and we have, and probably took the Nunes sale to tip it over the edge for us. Up until the Nunes sale, it was uh, pretty poor, you know. It wasn't a transfer window, it was Matt Doherty, wasn't it? So you can't even give it a rating, to be honest. I would have still given it a three or four out of ten because we got rid of lots of players to try and balance the books very quickly. But since um, Nunes went and quickly got in, so four players, Wolves assigned four players in a day, you know, that's raised it, that's doubled it to probably an eight out of 10, probably only an out and out striker short of a nine or a 10. So yeah, some people have said eight and I agree with eight because four players in 24 hours, that's proper wheeling, dealing. That's Barry Fry, that is. Well done, Matt Hobbs. Eight out of ten. Peter Yam Yam's not very impressed. He's only gone with a four. Why, Pete? Tell us tell us why in the comments. Yeah, we want yeah, I'd be interesting to know more about everyone else, because everyone else seems to be uh six, seven, and eight. There's an eight point five here. Seven. Uh leaving away leaking words. Chris, let's see your uh your <laughs> this will be fun. Let's see your right. I'm going to give it a five, Dave, because we didn't get rid of eight Nori. No, I'm joking. <laughs> look, I, I, I think. Be right, look, look. Out of darkness cometh light. Again, the motto. That's how I'm going to sum up this transfer window. We've. It's been doom and gloom. I've been. I've been really down with it. We've done a fantastic job at moving players out. We've got rid of a player who I don't like, so um, and I don't think it's going to weaken us. I think we've recruited four players in, and I did say it here on Sunday, Sunday in comments day, we'd sign four players. Okay. So that you did, we've, you signed did. Four, we've signed the four players. I can't, I can't knock any of the signings. I'm hoping they all gel. I am going to give it a nine. Bloody hell! Bloody hell! Considering the position that we've been in and what yes. we've done and how we've ended up getting, uh, it's a bit like Battlestar Galactica. We've got a ragtag team of players from God knows where and, and it looks like it's a you know a decent mix and I'm quite infused by it really. So let's see how the next few couple of performances go. Let's not jump on the backs when they don't deliver in game one and two because... One bloke's been on a 36-hour flight. Another guy's getting settled in. Ain't going to happen overnight, but what we need to do is see signs of growth and nurture them and get behind them and, and get get the season 
over with in the best possible way so that we can look at starting a, a, a next side, next sort of set of rebuilding. Absolutely. I, I'm going to go with an A. I've said all along, judge the window by the whole window. Um, I think the players that have gone out... Peter Yam Yam's gone up to a seven. Breaking news. <laughs> what I would say, Dave, is that still yes. doesn't that still me giving that a nine still doesn't let doesn't let the owners over what's happened this summer off. I've got a real oh, beef no. with them, and no. that still needs to be sorted. But to be fair, the Hobbs of this world, the Gary O'Neills and the scouting team, they've done a great job, and it would be wrong of me to say anything less than a nine in my eyes. Well, I'm going to go with an eight. I think the average is around about a 7.5 from what everyone's been saying. So, there or thereabouts. Yeah. So it's a solid window. We've got four in in the last 36 hours. You know, it's been... You a, know, I mean, the only thing a... I can say is about the ownership is we were sort of concerned, oh, these owners ain't going to make this money available, you know, to sign players, the Nunes money. And probably they haven't. We haven't spent 60 million quid, but they have made money available so in the tight ship that we've got and an ownership model that we're probably not happy with because they seem like they're not as interested as we were before I think Matt Hobbs given the circumstances he had in front of him pretty much pulled rabbits out of the hat in a, in 24 hours let's be honest back in the day there's no way we would have got if it was just Jeff She on his own or She and Sellers or She or anybody else or Jess no Moxie no way we'd have got four players in in 24 hours. And all of them he's talked about very in very much in detail. So it looks like he's really studied and gone after these and really identified them. And even in that quiet period where we thought, oh, what's Matt Hobbs doing now? He's probably got nothing to do. It, it was obvious he, he was doing plenty. So, again, it will prove the proof will be in the pudding. But up to now, fantastic. Well, but on... on um... On the last signing that we've uh, we just got in, uh, Belagarde, um, we have a quote now from uh, from Matt Hobbs, as director. He said um, he's a player the recruitment team flagged towards the end of last season. He started the season very well. He's athletic, technical, has ability to drive with the ball, which is something that. Obviously, Nunes we was um, looking for. So, this is positive news. As you can see from his goal and assist record, he's an excellent start to the season. He's another player who adds to our depth and gives us something different. He will certainly add creativity, which is something that, obviously, with N uh, Nunes going, is something that we wanted to get in, in into the midfield, of course. He will add creativity. He's got a good end product with the runners that we have going forward, it's athleticism in the middle of the pitch as well as his strength and his ability to find that final ball, something that obviously we've often criticised, as he's shown in France, will be really important to us. So, yeah, you go. The final signings uh, come in. Um, the transfer deadline has finished. We can now stop worrying about players coming in and out. Um, we can get on with the football and we can get on with what's going to happen over thing. And we've got, obviously, we've got to give up, like Chris said, we've got to have the patience for these players to come in because they are coming in late. There's three or four of them. I'm sure you'll see um, the three of them involved with the squad at the weekend. And it gives us a bit of strength in depth. Uh, guys, thanks for joining us. Hope you found this, um, you know, this live 
of interest. Thanks to Jason, who I think Jeff cut him off um, and got <laughs> bombed him out or whatever late on. Um, but it is a late one. So thanks to Chris and to Manny for joining me tonight. Much appreciated, boys. Yeah, and, no problem. Uh, are you, I think are you Jason's in... throat gave in, to be honest. Yeah, he wasn't very, he ain't very well, Jason. He was struggling a little yeah. bit. Are you, are, you, are you going to Palace, Manny? Yeah, me and, my, me and Jeevan will be there. So I'm uh, looking forward to it because I've obviously been away for the last... People have said, Manny, why did you come back? We won two games and we didn't concede a goal. So if we lose, you can blame me. No, that's fine. Well, I'll see you there then, mate. Looking forward to it. It's yeah. a bit of a trek, but uh, we will see you there. And the match preview will be out uh, tomorrow. So, anyway, guys, God bless to you. It's a late night one. We're going to uh, gonna get going now, and then my dad can go to bed as well. He stayed up late. He's just over there. Uh, he will be back on the channel. Um, Magic, what's your, what's your score out of 10? What's your score out of 10? Oh, man, he's gone as well. He's been bombed out as well. What's yeah. your rating out of 10 for the window? Dad's going with an eight as well. So, uh, absolutely. <laughs> I don't. I literally don't know where Manny's gone there. I think he's just bombed off as well. Uh, probably Jeff's got to him or something like that. I'm getting uh, bored by this. She snipers are around. <laughs> it's just you. Just you <laughs> and me left, mate. Uh, yeah. You know, hardcore. Um, we'll try and put this out on the podcast as well. Uh, God bless to you all. Always wolves. Always Keep wolves. The faith. As, uh, as, as is often said, out of darkness cometh light. Let's hope that we're, we have a much more positive season than some uh, think. Uh, and finally, from Peter Yam Yam, panel 10 out of 10. Brilliant. God bless you all. Good day. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates are already booked in for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport, powered by fans.